0: Live on Joy 99.7 FM, this is Ghana Connect. So yesterday you may have heard the Finance Minister sound the alarm bells that if we do not pass the e-levy and implement it, we're facing an economic disaster. If
1: you don't do the levy you're just pushing yourself in a way uh, that would um, potentially end up in such a disaster. And it's, it's um, I mean, there was a warning of that because last week, last week was a very difficult week for the country. Last week, we got downgraded by Fitch, ostensibly because they did not believe we could raise the revenues that we had um, um, forecasted uh, because we were fighting about E-Level. But what does that mean when you get downgraded and the spreads widen for your bonds? Essentially, what we are saying is that if you go back to the market, you may pay about 500 basis points more Uh, which means that if I borrowed a billion, I pay $50 million more each year. The bonds are usually 10 years, and so 50 times 10, that's $500 million a year. All because we were arguing and not being able to make up our mind on resources that we needed. So we need to moderate that, because the consequences are quick. So this is where we are with E-Levy. Um, and why we therefore need it, why we should be passionate about it. It will give us about 6.9 billion um, Ghana CDs. Uh, But it's really the beginning, because as we put these taxes in place, uh, we sharpen the administration of it, and as the growth trajectory, as described by the Minister, will be clear. So that is the
0: finance minister. Uh, didn't, he didn't only say we may have a disaster. He then lays out why we may have a disaster. We'll get into that very shortly. Whether that, um, you know, when you uh, press the, uh, the, the scare button, maybe, will that work? But uh, even away from what he said, though, um, we've got to get your own thoughts on this matter. If you pitch it if you look at it within the, the the spectrum of of what it will mean for the economy will that change your your positioning on it that's tonight as uh, parliament prepare possibly uh, to consider whether to reject or to, or to pass it or we'll, we'll get your views on on this very very shortly uh, joining me connecting uh, with us on this uh, matter um we have uh, uh julius Antony. he's a youth activist he's uh, connected with us in the studio uh, hello julius Great to have you uh, join us uh, in the studio. Also uh, connecting uh, with us, Vanessa Williams is a startup um, and uh, uh, will join us us on Zoom. Hello, Vanessa. Uh, Thanks for connecting with us uh, on Zoom. Hello, Vanessa. Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, Vanessa is connecting via Zoom. Um, Also, uh, she is a business owner. Yao Edu Owusu is an insurance broker. He's also connecting uh, with us uh, on Zoom. Uh, Tonight, Jibril Hamanu is uh, a U.S.-based Ghanaian software uh, engineer uh, on Zoom. Well, he, I'm sure, makes a lot of of transfers to Ghana. Um, He could be caught in the net. I wonder what he thinks about this also. Uh, Dr. George Dumfer is an economist. UG uh, will join us. very. Also connects us on the phone. Uh, Dr. Jabil the, with the UPSA Business School. also connect on Zoom. Uh, we have Ishmael uh, Norman. They've done a, a very interesting uh, survey about patriotism. And he, there's a, there's a link there that uh, he draws that I want to tap into. Uh, is, uh, Dr. Ishmael Norman, uh, a security analyst and researcher. They have a very fascinating research, uh, on, on, on whether Ghanaians are prepared to to even making any commitment of sacrifices uh, for this country called Ghana and and how why the government should be should be more um I guess in tune and in touch with the reality of the Ghanaians, you know, position when it comes to the sacrifice you're willing to make for this country before they push stuff like uh uh the e levy. Uh he will connect with us also uh, pretty shortly. So a uh, very interesting, uh wide ranging conversation from all angles on this very important subject uh tonight. So wherever you are tonight uh, get in touch uh, with us uh, with your thoughts uh, and, and comments. And indeed, I want to start tonight uh, from social media. Kwiku joins me uh, now with uh, the fascinating results of the poll. We start from there because it's it's the basis of this conversation tonight. Uh, Kwiku. so we asked um, uh, connectors all across social media, will you support the e-levy if Ghana's economy will collapse without it? So, what we're saying is, assuming it is a fact that Ghana's economy will collapse without the e-levy, will that change the way you approach the e-levy. Will you support it if that is a reality that will collapse if we don't have it? That's the basic question that we asked. OK, uh, quick, let's go first to Twitter Yeah, and let's start with News handle there. On the joy news handle how the, many people in all how many know participated in that poll? Let's start with that. So
2: so far, six hundred and twenty-three people tweets okay. have cast their vote in this poll. And the finance minister was definite. We are heading towards a disaster. But the interesting responses that we are getting on the joy news Twitter handle, eighty-two percent, the overwhelming majority of those who engaged this poll on Twitter, eighty-two percent says. They don't care. They say no. Even if the economy was sinking and they're asking them to pay this e-levy, they are still not interested in so, paying. So they are prepared to sink. The economy yeah. should sink. With them. Yeah. But they won't pay the e-levy. Rather than pay the e-levy. Yes. Okay. So you have 18% saying, well, then if the economy is sinking, then I will pay something. Okay. But 82% says they don't care.
0: That's an interesting. So for the 18%, they, they will only back the e-levy mm. if it is established that the economy will collapse, we'll collapse. without it. Yeah. Uh, but for the overwhelming majority, they don't 82%, pay. they don't care. They don't Whether pay. it's sinking or it's not sinking, we will take home t- pay. pay the not so that is Joy News, right? Yeah. Let's, do, let's do Joy FM. How many people on the so, Joy News Twitter handle?
2: So here on the Joy FM Twitter handle, 720 votes so far. And here too, it's actually a very a little build up on what we saw on the joint news page. Eighty four percent says no, they are not going to pay, even if the economy is sinking, if the economy is collapsing, they won't pay the e levy. With sixteen percent saying now that well, if the economy is collapsing and paying e levy or we'll salvage it, then we'll pay. So minus two percent from what we saw on the joint news platform, where eighteen percent were willing to pay. On here it is sixteen percent. But with um, the, those who said they don't care, they will not pay 84%. Actually, an increase of two percentage points from what we saw from the Joy News page. And the interesting, um, the, the, the kind of comment people have been adding, the responses very varied and actually very interesting from some of the things we've seen on both the Joy FM page, the Twitter or, or, on Joy FM, as well as the Joy News. You see the comments people are adding about why they will not accept to pay certain levy evans
0: so very interesting there now let's go to facebook Mm. let's go to facebook where we have uh even more numbers i will tell you what the overall joy news uh joy fm twitter uh poll is telling us overall put both together and give you the percentage shortly but let's go to facebook facebook too we asked the same uh, question Mm. uh on facebook and on the joy fm handle on facebook we had Six hundred and two people casting their votes on the subject. Seventeen percent said, "Well, yes, hmm. they will support the E levy if the economy is established. The economy will collapse without right. it." Eighty-three percent said, "No, they but don't not. care whether hmm. the economy is collapsing or not. They will not vote for the E levy." Right. Now, if you go to the join news page on Facebook. There is a slight increase there in those who say yes if mm. the condition is that the economy is going to collapse. 196 percent said yes, I would, I would, um, mm. I would vote for it. But if a overwhelming majority of that eighteen point four percent, 804 percent says no, they be. still will not. Now, if you put all together, we have one thousand one hundred eleven mm. people mm. right on both uh, platforms. One thousand one hundred eleven people guess what 81.82 percent said even if the, the economy, economy is collapsing, collapsing they
2: won't pay they won't pay
0: they won't, they won't support, the they support
2: the e-levy
0: only 18.18 percent said they will support the e-levy if the economy is collapsing so
2: one thing runs through those who will support the e-levy with the economy still not up to 20 percent if you strike the average for all the polls that we've had yeah. on twitter on facebook and those who said still no we will not pay much more than 80%. Very interesting. I mean, so so, so that is
0: it for you. I mean, it, it just tells you where the government is on this subject of the E-Levy. That even if... The economy is collapsing tonight without the e-levy. Mm. Majority of the people who participate in these polls on we'll both Twitter, on. they will still will not support the e-levy. Mm. I want to bring in my connectors who are joining us. I don't know where they stand on this question, but that's why we've invited them. Um, let's, uh, let me bring in Julius. Julius is a youth activist. Is in the studio with me. Uh, Julius, where do you stand on that question? Are you a yes or a no? No. Oh, you also know so you are part of the majority tell me why uh, uh, quick who quick, will join us shortly with some of the reasons you gave fascinating reasons you've given for your position on both twitter and facebook we'll, we'll share with it, but let me hear your reason what's your reason
3: well uh but evans this kind of situation where people would say they wouldn't support the e-levy whether or not the economy would collapse is born out of the fact that this government has supervised a mismanagement of this economy. The same government headed by a president who spent so much on consumption expenditure, you know, at the tail end of 2020, and then in 2021, asked the Ghanaian public to pay taxes in, 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 in return for those consumption expenditures they made in the name of, you know, COVID relief and all those things. Cannot be trusted when they tell Ghanaians that We are going to tax you or we are going to place a a, a levy on your electronic transactions in exchange for employment, in exchange for road construction, in exchange for so many things that this government had already promised five years ago that they were going to do. Why should anybody pay e-levy when the president travels in Arabian king styles and all that? No Ghanaian would be willing to do that regardless of whether or not the economy is collapsing because the economy had been collapsing when the president was spending $40,000 an hour and all on his travels. So why should anything change for a Ghanaian if if the president now tells them that E-Levy would make him construct roads? Moreover, the the, the revenue they are expecting from the E-Levy, as compared to what they lose to their own government in terms of corruption, is like times three or times four. So if you cannot save the economy from the corruption within your own government,
0: why should I be the one who pays? For you to rescue it, okay. So, but that's an interesting point. Stay with me. Let me connect to Vanessa Williams, uh, a startup, a business owner. Let's see if she has a different view to this. Hello, Vanessa. Hi. Hello, hi, Vanessa. Hi, great, great to connect with you. So, where do you stand on that question that we put up on the uh in the poll? Um, Will you support the e levy if you're told if if the condition is that if you don't do so, the economy will collapse? No, I won't
4: support. That. You still won't. No, I won't support okay. it. Okay. And I have various reasons why. So, um, for instance, first of all, there's there's, there's been mismanagement, as Julia has rightly stated, so I won't go deeply into that. Secondly, as an entrepreneur, I started this when I was in school. I started a cosmetic business when I was in school. And basically, most of my um, clients pay me via mobile money, okay? And then when they are paying me they are being charged by these telecommunication networks, right? Now, when I want to buy ingredients and I'm paying, using mobile money, I'm being charged. So now, if the government also wants to charge me in regards to these kind of transactions, it will mean that I'm being charged twice. How about it, the government charging the telecommunications network a percentage from which we already paid them when these transactions are happening? Because if that happens, we already know that, uh, that, that the telecommunication networks are now even acting like banks. You know? And so if that, that should happen, well, how about the government charge them a little amount of money whenever um these transactions happen instead of charging the Ghanaian the Ghanaian um um individual who is trying to start something up by itself, by themselves. Secondly, we they're talking about me going into a ditch and um, we don't have money and all that. We had this um, tollboot. I still don't understand the ideology of them slashing that out. Because with the tollboot issue, we're even creating jobs for people who were um, physically impaired or, or whatnot. Now these people have to go stay home and try and find money to do whatever they have to do because now they can't support their families in whatever aspect in which they used to support them initially. Now, we're not paying any money for the tolls. We're just letting the tolls there, and it's just there. They said they're going to use it for security checkpoints. I've been using the, the, um, the motorway for a while. I don't see any security people standing there doing any checkpoints. So over there, they've actually made Ghanaians lose a lot of money from that aspect. Another reason why I won't support it is probably because of the lifestyle. Now... Moneys are spent in various ways in which I don't understand, okay? As Julius rightly said again about how the president uses whatnots. but I won't even go into that. My mom and I were driving at the Kaukudi, and you know how when these MPs are coming, there's the siren and whatnot. My mom tried to move to the other side so they can pave a way for them to go out. Can you believe that they smashed their car in my mom's car, and they didn't even stop to say sorry a car that we as taxpayers paid for you to be able to do the work. So if you're not protecting us in this first place, well, what makes you think that we want to pay money to support you or to support the economy? Mm. There are so many things that are going on in this country because you are being elected to protect our monies, to protect our lives. But if you are doing certain things and then it makes us seem as if we you, we we only matter when there's time for elections. Then it's it's a problem for me.
0: But Vanessa, stay with me. I mean, because you you run a business and um, yes. So so stay with me. I'll come. I'll, I'll ask a few more questions based on your position from that perspective. Uh, I want to bring in um, uh, researcher, uh, uh, security analyst, Doctor Ishmael Norman. Uh, his outfit uh, just did some fascinating research that may shed a few more light. I mean shed some light, um, rather, on the outcome of the polls that we've done, and as is reflected again in the in the conversations that we're having in the studio, um, Doctor Norman, thanks for connecting.
5: Yeah,
0: you're welcome. Uh, you've heard the poll results. I mean, eighty percent plus. So even if the economy is collapsing, they won't, and and that is that. You know, is it, the is a fact that the economy is collapsing. If you if you use that as if you have an hypothesis that says if the economy is collapsing, will that Like you to support the e-levy. They say no. 80% say no, they won't still support the e-levy. They rather would the economy should collapse than pay the e-levy. You've done some research recently that may help explain what is happening here.
5: Yeah, Evans, I let me say that I will vote for the E levy. The simple reason that we can't afford to have the economy collapse. We can't afford to have the country collapse. And so I will support it on condition that government expenditure will be minimized. That we reduce the number of ministers and ministries because most of them are not really doing the work that they're supposed to do. I will make sure that government expenditure is brought down. The president doesn't travel so much. I see often that's because you can use Zoom to do a lot of international business and diplomacy, because that is what the Chinese premier does. There is There are also a lot of things that I will support. Um, before I come back, you know, the United States government had gone through something like this with the recent infrastructure, three trillion budget that was submitted by President Biden. He was in the people's homes, in town hall meetings. Our president, as has been suggested by some other NGOs and civil society organizations needs to get out, needs to talk to the people, needs to explain to the people, this is not just e-levy. It is a patriot levy. I will call it the patriot levy because we need this money. We need this money to pay salaries. We need this money to run the country. We need this money to defend the territorial integrity of this country. But the presidency must find a way to reduce its spending habits, traveling, and a lot of things that some ministers do, the way they talk, it annoys the public and they don't want to have anything to do with the government. Recent study that we did, September, October of 2021, we asked, it was 104 Mm -hmm. questions and I did this study with Mr. Moses Jetwats. We asked a simple question out of the 104 Questions, are you willing to die for Ghana if absolutely necessary? Remember, Professor Frimpon Buatin has said Ghana is not a country worth dying for. So we were motivated by that speech he gave. And we asked this question Are you willing to die for Ghana if absolutely necessary? And 53% of the people said, under no circumstances would they be willing to die for Ghana only 37 percent of them said yes and nine percent of them said they don't know we need to bring back patriotism and it's the duty of president aquiferado to bring back patriotism talk the talk and walk the talk because you cannot say one thing that you're going to protect the public purse and not protect the public purse you cannot say that john mohammed's presidency president mohammed's presidency is bloated and you come and even create a much bigger president uh, uh, administration so i think people will change their minds when they see that the president is doing credible interventions to bring control government expenditure because mm. there is not a ghanaian truly truly speaking blood hot-blooded ghanaian that would like to see this country collapse there's no one they are saying that because they are upset. And it's up to the president. Don't leave it only to uh, Honorable Oferi. Uh, uh, um, Kano the, the finance minister. You get involved. And the arrogant ministers who are saying by hook or crook, 1.75 will be the 11. Those people, you don't need them to talk to the public. I mean, Dr. Norma, st- st- stay with me. Let, me. let
0: me bring in my other connectors on what you've just said there and the results that your research uh, produced. Julius, do you agree with what he said there? That, yes. that, 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 that what is happening is simply because of the posture of the politicians who govern us? Yes. why well, you're simply upset with them and that uh, you don't trust them?
3: Yes, definitely. You see, if we had a situation where the president or this government is trusted by Ghanaians to be delivering on the promises they made to the people, If this same president comes to tell us that the economy is collapsing and we have to make a patriotic move by paying extra levies to save the country, Ghanaians will willingly do it. I was in the University of Ghana. The University of Ghana was built by patriotic Ghanaians who contributed farmers, farmers who knew that they themselves would not participate in the activities that go on in the University of Ghana. They did it. So if today... Ghanaians are saying, over 80%, according to your own post, yeah. are saying that they are unwilling to make any contribution even, if the, economy even is if the economy is collapsing.
0: It is a clear indication of a lack of confidence in this particular L- let me Let me ask you, though, and I'll, I'll pull that same question to Vanessa, who owns a business. I mean, so... It, there is the country called Ghana, and just on the back of uh, Dr. Norman's point on, on Patreon. There's a, there's a country called Ghana we all live in. There's a state we all love, right? And then there are the people who manage it, as are yeah. the politicians. If the country called Ghana, wait, so let's take a political equation. Yeah. I said this now. If the country called Ghana, this economy is going to collapse, and if it collapses, we know the repercussions of that on all right. of us, it's going to be even more dire. You're saying that you, you, you can't make that distinction and say, well, I'm thinking state. And this republic called Ghana, which I love, forget about that. I'm just going to do it so we save this, this, this entity that we all love called Ghana. You still won't do it. Uh,
3: Evans, I, I, I won't. And this is why I would not do it. Okay. The corruption perception in this, I'm sure you have the figures and you've been studying it. The rate at which it's been growing and how much we lose to corruption annually. Under this government, it has increased exponentially. We lose over 12 billion a year. Which means even if they get the the, the six billion out of the e levy that they are asking for, with the rate of increase in the corruption and the amount we lose, that e levy will be siphoned out. Okay, so that by members of this government, which makes my contribution inconsequential to whether or not the economy can be
0: saved. Okay, stay with me. Let me bring in Vanessa, business owner. Vanessa, you own a business, correct? I do. Okay, so if the economy collapse, guarantee your business might go with it. Right, I mean, so so so, and and if paying the Elibi might save the economy, invariably that saves your business. I mean, but you still will not if you put it if you think about it like that way, you still won't.
4: I still won't because, um, look at this. Um, even now when you're trying to use the um riders to some people go like, okay, I I want to buy this, this, and that, and and I'll say, okay, it's 40 CDs. My rider says that, okay. From your location to that location, the person will have to pay 35 CDs. And the person goes like, well, if I add five CDs to the 35 CDs, I can buy two of whatever, the are, whatever I'm buying right now. So then I don't think I even want to buy it anymore. Already, the country is failing because certain things are they're not protecting. There's high fuel. There, is, there are so many things that are actually going on wrong as we sit in Ghana right now. Businesses are not going on properly because things are expensive, materials are expensive. You go to the market, you buy something, maybe two cities today, you go tomorrow and it's five cities. And then when you increase your prices, people, people don't understand why you should increase your prices. But, but the, the state is actually making it very difficult for business owners like me to actually keep on being in business.
0: Yeah, okay, but, but, but at least somehow you're still in business.
4: Yes, somehow. Uh, but
0: but still, the, the, but by, but the argument is that if they, they, the the business because the economy, no matter how st- struggling it is currently, is still somehow still existing. The, the argument is that if the economy collapses, uh, chances are your business will collapse too. I mean, mm-hmm. so but that's that's why the question comes then. Okay, so if that's the case, mm-hmm. if, and the E levy might 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 be the savior, wouldn't you want to contribute so at least would, your business? I would also I
4: would support it. Based on what Doc said um, some few minutes ago, if so many things are going to be cut down, if um, the, uh, God, the, the the government is going to tell me um, you're getting this amount of money from me, this is how I'm spending it. If the government is going to do something about corruption, if the government is not is going to get um, talk to its MPs to get away from all these arrogance and whatnot. Why not I will support
0: fantastic. It. So stay with me, all connectors. I want to bring in a few more other connectors to, 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 to change the perspective a bit. Let's expand the conversation a bit more. Uh, Dr. Lord Mensah is an economist and uh, also connects on Zoom. Hello, Doc. Uh, good evening. Great, uh, great to have, to have you. Great audience. to have you, Doc. Uh, Dr. Jibril Mohammed is a U, also with the uh, UPSA uh, Business School, uh, also connects on Zoom. Hello, hello Doc great to have you great to have you, dog also I mean, let me start with you dr mensa on the question okay now let's go to what the finance minister said he says we will we'll face an economic disaster if the e levy is not it's not uh, it's not part of implemented uh, we are asking if the economy is going to collapse uh, would you support the e levy then let me ask a factual question and give me your expect, uh view on this is it really the case that if we don't pass the e the economy will have an economic disaster and the economy will collapse as a finance minister uh, seemed to suggest yesterday?
6: Um, Evans, I, I would say that, that that is far from the truth. In a, in a sense that, you know, economy that has increased its expenditure by, you know, about 30 billion and over. Um knowing very well that your revenue will also increase by the same margin. And then also making the attempt coming out to say that you are prepared to cut down you know, expenditure across certain I mean, um, SOE by 20%. If you are to play by the numbers, you will clearly see that the yield level, whether passed or not, will not have much impact on this economy. Because um, I'm looking at the expenditure side of the budget, I mean clearly you'll see that there are some um, items that have been increased. But then also there's an item called ADES, which is the seven billion. Let's say that is swallowing the process that we intend to I mean get from the new levy. Now, if you take this into perspective it gives you the signal that the year levy is something that is coming to you know excuse uh, my language promote that kind of political free spending because I think the finance minister doesn't want to go into deeper into the year being restrictive, being a country where managing a country where the expenditure is almost equal to the revenue, you know, when it happens like that, you you find it difficult to maneuver, and there are kind of restrictions as to what you can spend on, and so they don't want to have that position, and that is why uh, probably they're looking at pushing for the new level so that it can give them that kind of uh, political free space in their spending. Now um, we all agree that um, we need to um, finance or, I mean, we need to share burden when the country is exposed or when the country is in difficulty. I think uh, we are speeding up too much.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Let's not, I mean, parade ourselves as if without the yield we will we'll struggle. Okay. I mean, if I'm to play by the numbers, clearly, you've made room for your 37.5 trillion of interest payments, and you've made room for about, yeah, that's compensation to employees about $35.6 Clearly, these are, you know, expenditures that you have control over. So you don't have control over. And this one, you know, when you estimate it, you clearly get it on point because you know the interest you're going to pay in going forward. And again, if you have to increase workers' salary by a certain percentage, maybe this this year was announced by 7%, you know very well that this is going to be the estimate. And then where you have control over, uh, like, I mean, grant to uh, government, other units, uh, capital expenditure, goods and services, and all those. Clearly, the leap that you make from last year, you can control it and absorb the yield if it's not passed. So um, I would say that uh, what the finance minister is saying, um, I don't buy into it. Okay.
0: Very interesting points there. Uh, next Dr. Lord, Lord Mensah, is economist there with the English uh, Ghana Business School. Uh, thank you very much. Let's bring in uh, Dr. Jabril Mohammed, um, the UPSA Business School. Uh, Doc, what's your position on that point that the finance minister make? Which, of course, is a uh, basis of our conversation tonight. We've heard what the audiences have said. Um, from your own point of view, you've heard your colleague, Dr. Mensah. Do you agree? Well, uh, thank you, Evans,
7: and good evening to your listeners. I don't think the economy will collapse without the e-levy. The economy will still function, whether the e-levy is there or not. Uh, the point is that the e-levy is just bringing in 6.9 billion. And if you take it away from the total revenue, we are going to have about uh, 90, 91 billion, which means that we will still have the economy functioning without the e-levy. Uh, like Dr. Mensah really said there are certain expenditures that can be reduced. For instance, after interest payments, goods and uh, compensation are fixed expenditure that may not be able to uh, that they may not be able to reduce. But other expenditure like goods and services, capital expenditure and others could be reduced. And you know, it all boils down to the fact that. Government really need to put in stringent measures to be able to control the way they spend on other sectors of the economy. For instance, sometimes there is a rush out expenditure where there are certain projects that have not been budgeted for. But because there is a political aspect of it, they will move on to spend on those sectors of the economy. And that is really a troubling factor. And also, you know, there are a lot of other activities that government does that really don't need to uh, be able to control. For instance, the use of VH and other related activities internally could also help in reducing government expenditure, even though the finance minister has indicated that they want to reduce expenditure by 20 percent, and certain ministries have to do so. But they have to do so with caution, because they have to look at sectors of the economy, that when they reduce, it may not have a direct impact on productivity, because we have to look at productivity. At the end of the day, we don't have to reduce the amount of uh, uh, what do you call it. We don't have to reduce the, the, the extent to which the economy will grow. And there are other important avenues that we have to look at. If we drop, in, if we drop the, the, the e-levy, it means that the fiscal deficit is going to increase by 1.4%, which means that we are going to move from, one, from 7% to about 8.4%. And also, there is a provision for uh, road levy in the budget, which is about 2.4 billion. So if we are also not collecting the road toll right now, and it's going to stand as it is right now. There is going to be a replica effect on the budget deficit, which is going to increase by about 0.5%. So in total, we're going to have an, a deficit of 8.9% if the levy and the Road 2 are not being introduced.
0: Okay. So um, so, but, so bottom line, like uh, Professor uh, Lord Mensa said, Ghana will survive with that without the e-levy?
7: Yes, Ghana also saw without the e-levy, but they have to control their expenditure. Okay, if so that is dependent on government
0: controlling expenditure. Obviously. Okay, but the governor said that they're going to cut it by 20 billion and we've seen that the market's responding to that positively. Uh, would that be enough?
7: Well, if you cut by 20 billion, it means that it, it means that e-levy will give you 6.9 billion uh, what, if you cut by 20 billion, your fiscal deficit is going to drop by a certain proportion, because if, it's going to be like 4.7 percent, 4.9 percent if you cut by 20 billion, which means that you can still survive without the E-Levy. if you cut your fiscal uh, your expenditure by 20 billion okay. you can still survive without the e, because we have to look at productive sectors of the economy that will engineer growth in the future.
0: Okay, but but final thoughts on this one um, before I come back to my connectors. Uh, However, um, in terms of as as far as revenue collection goes, would you say we rather should have it than not have it?
7: Now, what I will say is that, you know, it's our economic recovery, okay? So if the E-Levy is giving the government a trouble time to do it, then they can introduce an economic recovery levy to replace the e-levy, maybe 1%. Just as we introduce the COVID levy of 1%, it was accepted generally. There was not any serious comms on that. So if this is to go by, just drop the 1.75%, inc- reduce, introduce an economic recovery levy, to be able to cater for that. Hmm, you know, the exercise duty is another factor. We introduced 5% for the banking cleanup exercise. That was helping to mop in some revenue to be able to uh, clean up the banking sector. So why didn't we say that, okay, fine, some other companies that are polluting the environment, the, uh, you know, the, the, the are using the masses and other things that is polluting the environment. So why didn't you say that, okay, fine, because of your environmental degradation and other stuff, you are going to introduce some flat rate like other countries are doing on, on carbon tax, on, on the revenue of those uh, uh, telecos and other companies that are. Uh, polluting the environment
0: okay so i hear what you're saying think alternatives and and don't be fixated on just one revenue uh, handle Uh, thank you Uh, i want to bring in my other connectors but quickly i want to share with you what a lot of you who have joined us on many social media platforms are telling us on this Um, so I see um, a lot of comments mm. on this. Uh, let's 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 go through some of them.
2: So as Zoom Genesis says, the bird says, if the hunter learn to shoot without missing, it will also learn to fly without perching. Immediately the levy is passed. I'll make my more redundant. The volume of transactions they see, and think they will use it to cover their incompetent management of the economy, will disappoint them. Awu Tuma
0: um, on Twitter says, let's all sing together. Uh, Did they know we will come to this when they mounted spirited arguments for the payment of first and second ladies? Uh, What is the size of the government? uh, Who who still threw all their cars? Mm. A serious and visionary government would have done sacrifices, but that's what... We are not seeing.
2: Volvo Victoria says, with or without the economy, with or without the levy, the economy will collapse anyway. Because at the end of the day, our politicians will use the tax meant for providing basic social amenities to enrich their wallets, not taking into consideration the long-term effects. I'm not going to finance your next campaign because that's what levy is about. If 22 billion dollar loan couldn't survive this economy, is it 1.75 of my little 100 cities or 200 cities that will bring the economy back to life? I will not pee.
0: So, Samuel, uh, he's the only one I've seen so far on the Twitter uh, handles that we've uh, we've been engaging with you on that says, yes, I will. He says he will support it, and he says he has his reasons. He doesn't state these reasons, but he will support it. Professor Ken Avalon says Ghana should collapse quick then we all go home and sleep, uh, he says. Um, this one uh, also on Twitter says, uh, maybe it's about time we found more strategic ways of raising revenue for the government. I don't know which, but the solution is one of our universities, university libraries. Uh, people have worked on it as a thesis. We should go back and review those solutions, he says.
2: Right. This one goes ahead to say, um, when they were renting expensive private jets, creating numerous ministerial positions, borrowing unnecessarily, in fact, spending anyhow, if they think about the economy, we are not going to pay the A levy. This one says, I suggest that they pilot it somewhere else, and then when it works, they should come back and tell us it works. Mm. Uh, but, uh, Osei Alfred says, they should rather sell Ghana and relocate us all to abroad. Some of the, the comments are very funny. This one says, after the banks couldn't compete with the Momo, they want to collapse it. I can't waste almost 100 cities of my hard-earned money as more charges, assuming I'm sending 5,000 cities. So I'll continue to queue at the bank. After all, we're doing it before the more came in.
0: Okay, the Red Samurai uh, says the economy has already collapsed, and we are surviving in it. So what collapse again mm. are we supposed to be afraid of?
2: The, uh, David Agbe Jr. says it can collapse. They are thinking of winning the next election, so they want money. Um If Ghana's economy collapsed it collapse. The government should take the responsibility. This one says, I've seen government officials living luxurious life. So it's a lie that the economy will crash if the monies uh, from Elevis do not come in. And this final one that I have says, the president said during his campaign that it is castle or maimu, so why, where is the money? These are some of the comments coming in on some of our social media consoles.
0: Okay. Yeah. So a final one uh, says also on Twitter, will government change its mind if I say yes, Charlie? They have already made up their mind. For me, I would take my money from the bank and Momo wallet. okay. Uh, those are a few of your thoughts there on on this uh, all important conversation that 's Parliament by the way, so uh, in the House as we as say we await that possibly the e levy will come for some consideration uh, tonight uh, i want to I want to come back to my connectors um, so so let me come back to doc, dr norman on this uh, doc so we 've heard from the economists about about yes economy will so will so, will so survive and that there are other alternatives to this we 've heard from the the audience, the the public, overwhelmingly opposed to making any contributions because of the mistrust, which your own research uh, found here, um, and and the thing about patriotism, and, and I get a sense from what you have established that it is really a breakdown in trust between the governed and the the government, so to speak. Hello, Dr. Norman. Yes. Yes.
5: yes, it is. and Because, you know, with all due respect to our president, he made a lot of promises. Yeah. And when we look at the horizon, we don't see it. And you all we see are, uh, you know, sweetheart deals, you know, people from his family. Mm-hmm. And i will be dumb if I don't tell the truth. And this doesn't auger well to build confidence. You cannot tell me that the people, only people that work for you before that have previous relationships with you are the only people qualified. What was the criteria for their selection? So if you need help from the people, until you do, you show real, real action that you are for the rest of the people, they will not support you. For a Ghanaian to say that I don't care if the economy collapses, it pains me a lot. The security situation of Ghana within the sub region is very tenuous. We have good security in Ghana, reasonably good. But a little challenge from outside could cause us a great harm. I have been to Burundi when it fell, Rwanda when it fell. I've been to South Africa when it was under apartheid. I've been to Mozambique when it was under uh, Frelimo. Believe me, you don't want to stay. The country collapse. You don't want it. What you saw at a PXC recently, with just a little yield of maybe 5.5 uh, yield, Richter scale of of magnitude explosion, it could be a hundred, a thousand times that. If we really go into uh, a very um, ungovernable situation, let us protect this country because it's the only thing that we have. Mm. Nana, Addo, our MPs, NDC MPs are also patriotic people. Reduce, as uh, Dr. Gibri said, classify, reclassify the e-levy, call it patriot levy, call it something else, and reduce it to 1%. Because the NDC had already indicated that they are willing to support that. There are many people that will support a lesser charge. Because when you look at the figures, it's going to collapse the e-business that this same government has tried to build. The e-platforms, yeah. e- it's going to collapse all of them. I mean,
0: the, the, really fascinating conversation indeed tonight on, on all the angles that we've had from the people, uh, from the experts. on this. I want to uh, switch it up a bit. I want to connect to the U.S. And there's a Ghanian who's uh, joining us. Uh, Jabril uh, is connecting with us from the U.S. Hello, Jabril. Hello, Jibril.
8: Hi, said.
0: Uh, G- Jibril, I can, gr- sense, I, can so... I can hear you. Gr- G- Jibril, give me your own perspective on this. From what you know, from the outside looking in, um, what, what's your perspective on this?
8: Yeah, it's really unfortunate. I, I had very copious notes here, but we don't have a lot of time, so I'm, going to, so I'm going to be try and be very brief and summarize my concerns as much as possible. I, smell, I sense a, a sense of blackmail of Ghanaian citizens, and I heard a lot of that on this call blackmailed by the finance minister and others that, you know, if you don't support levy you are somehow unpatriotic, and also that the country will collapse. The truth of the fact of the matter is that Ghana will not collapse if this Levy is is botched. Um, Look, if you have a cake, you divide a cake into 100 parts, and you have eaten 97% of that cake, and you are left with just a tiny 3% of it, and you say, if you don't let me eat that 3%, I will suffer from Kiting Kiting. That is preposterous. Ghana will not collapse because this $7 billion that they are trying to yield from E-Levy is actually just about 3% of the revenue they've raked in through loans and others over the last couple of years. Let's face that. Um, I also want to talk about, you know, the finance minister's presentation yesterday and... Uh, you know, looking at why now, why does he want to do e-levy? The first bullet point he put there is that um, they want to move to uh, an e-levy, uh, take this e-levy, you know, to rake in money from the use of digital platforms. And they cited, I think Ursula also cited a UK example, which has been proven to be false, that UK also charges um, a similar thing at 10%. And, 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 and if you go and look into that, that's a complete blatant falsehood. Um, the, the item number four on the Y talks about expanding the tax net. That is correct. The, in Ghana, there's a need to expand the tax net. But the solution to that is not by refusing to put on technical hats and identify what is the right way to expand the tax net and just say, okay, let's ta- tax everybody. The, pro- the, the, the correct thing to do is look at, and, and there's a solution, there is a there's an IT solution there's a financial engineering solution to this look at people's mobile money transactions and look at them and see for example which one in, because it's, it's, a, it's a business transaction and and take a tax out of the income that the business that is benefiting from that you know from that and not the person sending the money right that that is the thing so we shouldn't bulk the whole thing together. For example, if I, if I hire a painter in Accra to paint my house for me and at the end of the day I'm paying that painter 500 CDs, I, the one paying the 500 CDs should not be made to pay tax on the money I'm paying the painter. The painter has to pay income tax on the 500 CDs he receives from me. And there is a financial engineering and technical IT engineering to capture stuff like that. That's why in developed countries, like here in the USA, except a few examples where people pay under the table, even a cleaner on the street pays tax, some level of tax. That, you know, not wanting to put on a proper thinking hat, get people around the table to discuss how do we solve this problem, but then just use the, the easy route. Jibril Hamano is about to send 500 CDs to, uh, from his EcoBank account to his, uh, or to his brother. For example, through Momo so that he can go and get a painter to do a work for my house. Then I pay tax out of that. Then my brother takes that money, hires a painter, the painter does the work. He's left with 495 cities, for example. He transfers money to pay for the painter. He takes money from, you take some money from that same money. It's, it's preposterous. I mean, so, so you, you
0: can see the, um, and you raised the point about consultation. And um, it, it, it's come up consistently. I mean, um, where w- the consultation is done, how extensive uh, were these consultations? We saw one happen yesterday. Um, one too little, I guess many have said. Uh, but quickly, I want to come to my connectors and as we wrap up. Um, Julius, the, the question is, so what would it take then for you to support the e-levy? government charging the e-levy. Okay, so if,
8: yeah, if we
3: change
0: the government, you will do it? But If we change the government,
3: even that, I would have to look at a situation where they are acting differently from this ones. So I know that, okay, if we give our monies to them, we can transfer So them. they must earn your Yes, trust. they must earn it. Whoever is there must earn it before you pay. And and beyond okay. that, the promises they are giving for the e-levy, employment for people. The, the, the e-transactions industry employs people all the countries who went ahead of us to implement e-levy, the evidence is there. You can look at Congo, you can look at Randa and others. They kicked mobile money transactors out of business. So why should you kick some people who, are already, who have already employed themselves out of business with a promise of employing the youth? You know, we had this same promise when the communication service tax was introduced for youth employment and
0: all that. We are still unemployed anyway. <laughs> so Let me, let me bring you Vanessa for a quick thought, final thought. Vanessa, so the question is, um, what would it take for you and your business to support E-Levy? Um If the, the government
4: cuts down on costs if the government is able to earn my trust, if the government uh, makes me understand um, how my money will be spent. And as they rightly said, it's not like I'm not being patriotic, but as it stands now, the the way it's, it's happening, I don't even want to be patriotic because they are doing certain things that are going to kick me out of business. So right now, They've worked so hard to get Ghana into getting into a cashless system. What this is going to do is that we are going to go back to having cash on us. Some people would decide that okay, now we don't accept mobile money here. When you want to buy something, withdraw your money and come and buy it and go. Which means a lot of people will have a lot of money with them, and then there will be a high rise in crime. And like I don't know whether they even thought about all these things mm. because and even the name they gave to it, e Levy. As they rightly said, why should you? Why should I? Why should I be taxed twice on a transaction that I am doing? I, I still stand on my stance that they should tax the tele- telecommunication networks on the amounts they are already receiving from us. If we are paying ten CDs for for sending a thousand Ghana CDs, the government should probably take maybe one CD or two CD from the communications network and they can keep the rest or something like that. Okay. But they shouldn't try and burden we. Re- the business owners or people who want to who who, who, are, who want to start something for themselves. Now, when you go online, people are looking for jobs that actually don't require um, money to start up, which means that there's no money in the system. Mm. You and I know there's no money in the system. So why do you want to burden us the more?
0: Okay. Uh, Vanessa, thank you very much. Thank you all for connecting. Uh, uh, Dr. Norman, Professor Lord uh, uh, Mensah, Julius, of who was connecting in the studio, Vanessa, uh, who you just had, uh, Dr. Jabril, uh, of course, Jibril uh, Khomeinou from the U.S., who also connected uh, with us. Uh, I want to quickly end a quick one minute to Parker, who is in Parliament, to give us a quick update on what is happening on the floor as we look forward to possibly ELE e coming for some consideration. Parker, what's the update? OK, we lost Parker there. Well, if uh, you want to join us on uh, Prime uh, later tonight on Joy News Sunday, also on the uh, com. we have the very latest for you because Parliament is still in session and it's very likely the e-living will come for consideration. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend.